0: Hey, this is Dustin Ibarra, and you're listening to the Mad Scientist Party Hour.
1: Oh, hey! Hello there, friends! Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name's Kevin Kraft. joined once again by a man who's a nudist from the waist down and is currently using his boner to clean his dog's ears. That's Jeff Clark. Keep Allie away from my boner. And transmitting to us from an alternate reality, the beardless man currently getting devoured by boogers, Shuddy Boy. Yo. Rap, rap. Jeff, something hit me the other day, because I, I have been watching a lot of Seinfeld. Ever since they put Seinfeld all nine seasons on Netflix, it's been a really nice background show, and I've, bl- I've already blown through all nine seasons. I'm at the point now where I have to like start from the beginning again, because it's a good one to fall asleep to as well. It's familiar. It's a little comedy comfort blanket. And you never were much of a Seinfeld guy, right? No, wasn't. Me either. Shuddy, have you been watching it at all since it moved to Netflix? Well, I know Jeff has, and Jeff hit me with a very funny hot take that kind of reminded me of Dom giving The Matrix and Fight Club one dick. And that's Jeff
2: doesn't like Kramer. (laughs) I gotta be honest, I actually... (laughs) I'm back. I'm back to my first take with Seinfeld. I think it sucks. Like my brother watches it religiously. He's watched every season, I think like three or four times and says the exact same thing as you. And he's like, you know, the older I get, I just, the more I like Seinfeld and you know, like I, I gave it a chance because of which I watched like three or four episodes. That show sucks. I'm not into it. (laughs) Like whatever. Kramer sucks. Um, I, I I see it with Castanza Kis, Kis, Kisan, or whatever. I'm not surprised think...
1: at all that that's the character you relate with most.
2: <laughs> right, I know. I don't. No one's surprised by that. But um, I don't. I just don't think Jerry Seinfeld's that funny. I don't. Um, and I don't think the show's that funny. But I, I get your point to an extent. Like it's good to fall asleep to. I mean, I fall asleep during the middle of every one of the episodes that I watched. So, I agree. I mean, I've been using The Office and Parks and Rec as like a fall asleep
1: show for so many fucking years now. At this point, it's ridiculous. So, it's nice to actually throw some fresh meat in there. Even though I've seen every episode of Seinfeld probably like, I don't know, five or six times. Yeah, I gotta find a new uh, Night Ender. When I was in college, me and Mr. Ski had, uh, when we were roommates, we put on, we had like where we were in Pennsylvania had two like competing Fox stations. So we, we would get just this wonderful block of like two Seinfelds and then like two or three Simpsons just flipping back and forth between the two channels that we got in our area. And we, we just called it church. And I, I never watched Seinfeld when it aired. I was a little too young, and Seinfeld wasn't a cartoon, so I had no interest. But once I was in college, and we started watching like every night, like Monday Monday through Friday, just had this awesome block of 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 those two shows. Um, but just the fact that you, it's arguably one of the greatest sitcoms of all time. It comes up in every conversation, and just the fact that Contrarian Jeff hates it and also hates Kramer, is. It's just perfectly on brand Jeffness.
2: Yeah, I get it. I tried to change. I I rewatched it and I just couldn't change. I can't even lie to myself, the Puminati or or you guys. It's just not I I don't find it funny. And the Kramer thing, I I really don't get it. I mean, it's as simple as I don't think he's funny. How do I you guys laughed at me when I told you like like I'm talking out of my ass? I don't know. Maybe I just that's have like, a different if sense you, of humor. If
3: you're like, you know, guys, I was thinking about it the other day, and uh, Jessica Alba kind of looks like a dude. I think I'd rather fuck a sheep than Jessica Alba.
2: I wish we had smarter people here to talk about this with. I don't get <laughs> how no, that's an, a, a working analogy. You think, you think, what's his name? Michael... With Michael Richards as Kramer, you think he's as funny as Jessica Alba is hot? Like, you think that that's an apples? I would say to you? the really?
1: the entirety of Seinfeld, the collective ensemble cast, is as funny as Jessica Alba is hot.
2: Okay, but I mean, I specifically pointed out Kramer, and that's what you have most issue with.
1: I just think. I don't know. I feel like even if you don't like Seinfeld, Kramer is such a fucking wacky, goofy character that even people are like, all right, yeah, Seinfeld's not the greatest, but Kramer gets some laughs out of me.
2: Hmm. I don't know. Maybe I just got to watch more of it and then put myself through that fucking torture.
1: Yeah, you got to watch I mean, the one where Kramer loves being in the shower so much that he gets a phone installed and then puts a garbage disposal in the drain so he can cook in the shower.
2: Nice. Does he go to Jerry Seinfeld's apartment to talk about that? Or is the whole show just shot from Kramer's shower?
1: Well, the Kramer arc, when they go to his storyline, it's a lot of him in the shower. But then, spoiler alert, it cuts to him having like a dinner party. And while everybody's eating, he reveals that he cooked everything and prepared it all while he bathed. And everybody starts like barfing.
2: Speaking of spoiler alerts, we did a spoiler-filled review of the Batman and the Easter egg, which is probably a lot more of an exciting conversation than getting (laughs) my review of fucking Kramer. Um, So if you're interested in getting our thoughts on the new Batman, stick around for the uh, post-credit Easter egg. Yeah, Batman doesn't have a
1: a post-credit scene, but every episode of MSPH does. And you'll get like, (laughs) I don't know what, like a 40-minute long
2: Discussion with spoilers about the new Batman. felt yeah. like it. Yeah. Emo Batman. And somehow this conversation about Kramer is more aggravating than the Batman conversation that we just had. <laughs> you sons of bitches.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm, I, I just got back from Colorado. How was it? Man, it was sick. It was, it was sick to go and, and spend, you know, some time with, with the family especially since with how how hard these past few months have been since my dad died it was good getting together with the family like uh i don't know it felt like one of our old school trips that we used to take when i was younger and it was fun trading stories and and stuff and the, you know I, of course i fucking got hurt and uh stupid things happened and then it was just like yeah you know he used to be the Clark Griswold of the family, and now with him gone, it's passed down to me. I'm now the the klutz uh disaster magnet that, that he was. Wait, you got injured on this trip? Not injured, but I got I had some, some stupid shit happen to me. Uh He took
3: some heavy falls.
1: Yeah. Day one I got fucking sunburnt, even though I put sunscreen on. Back of my neck got fried so bad that one section of my neck looks like an old leather couch. It's all like fried and wrinkled, and then I guess I got a blister on the back of my neck from from the sunburn, and that's now popped and is a disgusting yellow scab. Uh, uh, and
2: dude, then like getting a sunburn while snowboarding kind of breaks my brain. It happened to thing.
1: Three other people on the trip who it was their first time ever getting burnt. While on a on a mountain
2: a part of your trip yeah how many how many did you go up there with ten people? oh no shit, yeah, yeah, it was initially just
1: yeah. me and the misses, um, my sister and her husband, and his brother and his fiance, so it was six of us, and then um maybe it was the might missus. have been eleven people, yeah, people are are, are annoyed with her nickname.
2: Oh they're sick Grant of hearing
1: Grant? it, yeah. So I'm trying oh, we to we gotta find another nickname. Yeah, maybe we can just call her Beth or uh uh Olivia or Plamperton.
2: I'd say call her by a dude's name. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: Yeah, so me and Chad hit the slopes <laughs> this weekend.
2: <laughs> yeah, <I> mean, <laughs> right when we landed at Aliex, me and me and Carl went to the ten fifteen showing of Batman. It and was, she loved it, let me tell you.
1: We got to go see Batman
3: Coral.
1: (laughs) But yeah, I got got nuked. A couple other people got nuked. I fucking... Okay, so everybody was kind of splintering off here and there over the, the days we went on the mountain. And for one day, half of it, it was just my sister and I hitting the slopes. And she's better on skis than I am on a snowboard, but we're still pretty close, so we can... We can hang and hit the, the same trails and stuff. So we're waiting to go on the lift and I'm standing still and when, you, when you're when you snowboarding you have your front foot strapped into the board and your other foot free until you get to where you're you get to the, you know, the top of the mountain and stuff. So I'm just standing there and all of a sudden Mr. Wilson falls. I, I must have been standing on a sheet of ice. My boot completely flies out from under me. I'm Horizontal in the air and landed right on my spine on a patch of ice, and then later that day. So this, I guess the we were in Telluride and that mountain I think only recently started letting snowboarders on. It was like a, a snooty skiers-only mountain, and a lot of the trails are specific are designed for skiers. Like there's lots of parts that are just flat. And then even have like a slight incline. So when you're on a board, you're kind of fucked. If you run out of momentum, you're just, you're just done for. The people on skis can just, you know, use their poles like they're jacking off dicks and fucking get past the flat parts. So I knew a flat part was coming up. So I'm like, all right, I got to get as much speed and ride that momentum out for as long as I can because it's a really fucking long flat part. And I'm trying to not be on my toes or my heel, because if you go on your edge, it starts slowing you down a little bit. So I'm I'm just perfectly flat, and then the board starts wiggling, hits like a a patch of something, and just stops me dead. And I was flying. And it threw me on my back, smashed my head. I heard something inside the helmet crunch, and then just like toppled over. And everybody thought... Not only that, because I, I I told everybody that we were with, I was like, I, I got to go down because I have to piss so bad. I was also doing a little bit of, bit of drinking, but I was like, I'm going to piss my pants, so I have to go all the way down to the bottom of the mountain so I can piss. And everybody's first thought was, fuck, I hope he's not seriously hurt. And then once they saw me moving, they were like, I hope he didn't piss his pants. <laughs> and I didn't. I, I lucked out. But yeah, that was about the only disastrous part of my trip but it was fun you know Uh catching up and and with my dad's side of the family and telling stories about him. and you know we told the the classic one about when he and i were a kid going on a ski trip and he put the skis in the back of the car shut the back trunk and the skis just busted right through the back window and that is some
2: grizzled shit
1: yeah he he! literally, like, when he shut the door and the skis bust through the glass, he just stood there, motionless, staring at it for a second, and then turned to me and was like, All right, Russ, let's hit the road. <laughs> and then we had to drive the whole way in the fucking winter and
2: snow with the back window blown out. Um, Which is definitely a story you look back on fondly, but at the time was probably just absolutely terrible. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was, like, we called him Clark. He was
1: Clark Griswold. There was a time when... He was going through the attic looking for shit. And I remember he called me and he was like, Hey, when you come down this weekend, I found a bunch of comics, my old comics in the attic, and I want to give them to you. And, you know, I get there and I'm looking through it and he had all these fucking old Hulk comics from from the 70s and 60s and, you know, my nerdy ass was flipping out about it. And then I look up and I see the ceilings all fucked up. And I'm like, what the hell happened there? And he was like, oh, when I was walking around in the attic trying to find all this stuff, I stepped off the, uh, the beams. So he's stepping on the sheetrock, fell through it, both legs, and managed to have the support beam right in the middle. And he landed right on his nuts. <laughs> so my nice. stepmom was in the house, and then she just sees two legs fall out of the ceiling, and then my dad's screaming in pain as his nuts get mashed by, by a two-by-four.
2: You guys need to play a little Seinfeld jingle. I (laughs) know. Was this the first time Carl met any of your family? No. He he she. uh,
1: We can't do Carl. That's fucking me up. No,
3: it's
2: a
1: (laughs) Carl's a girl, Kevin. I hope.
2: I mean, I met her and felt like she was a girl.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. She met she met the Florida family before and the San Diego family, but she had never met the like the Jersey.
2: New York East Coast family. Oh, yeah. She did the Florida swing, just like the fucking PGA. That's cool. Yeah. How do you think... Who? Which part of the family do you think she cooked it off with the most? I have no idea. I gonna, gonna, I'm going to have to talk to her and ask her to power rank her craft family member um, favorites.
1: Man, I almost oh, got fucking cool, stuck dude.
2: there. The, what do you mean?
1: The day yesterday there was like a crazy snowstorm and Telluride's like an hour and a half from the airport we flew into. And like, uh, I don't know. My, my brother-in-law's brother rented a van. So we were all going to be able to have all of our equipment and the gear we flew out with and just all drive together. And when we landed and I got there, the the rental place fucked him over and gave him like a super tiny SUV. So Carl and I had to rent a car so we go into this tiny little airport. Every car rental place was out of cars for like the next two weeks. And then I was able to get like they had like some shuttle like little kiosks. So I went to all of them. They're like, yeah, we're booked. We're booked. We're booked. Found one place that was like, OK, yeah, we have like a couple spots left for today. And then when we got there, all the places to get back completely full. So I was I was sweating. I was like, oh, fuck, I'm going to get I'm going gonna, like, gonna to get fucking trapped here. And then moving to Telluride, yeah. But then my aunt was like, "You know what? I called. I called our place that's getting us back to the airport, and they can fit. They can fit you guys. They're they're just gonna send like one of those sprinter vans." So as we're all like loading up, it starts like dumping snow, dumping snow, and I guess Telluride it doesn't put any chemicals out. Like there's like a a town ordinance you can't lay down salt or any snow melter shit, and they also don't really plow. So everybody just drives SUVs or has snow chains. So this fucking thing picks us up and this guy as we're drive like flying down a highway that has snow sticking to it. And he's just like talking to us and getting distracted and pointing things out and like pulling out his phone and going on his phone. I'm like, "Oh, ah, uh, this is how I die.
2: I fly off a cliff." <laughs> Wait. So could you live in a place like that? Even though you love like snowboarding and doing all that, I don't think so. I mean, they do have, there were
1: tons of dispensaries. That's cool. And the weed was relatively cheap and, and good and got some good edibles and stuff. And food was awesome. And dude, I'm telling you, I've, I've done my fair share of traveling, but some of the peaks that we went up to, cause it's a fucking, so Telluride's like, I don't know, I forget what the altitude is, but like 8,800 feet or something like that. And my aunt got altitude sickness while we were there. Um, and then when you what is, go... Is that,
2: is that different than vertigo?
1: Yeah. Altitude sickness is when you're up so high and the, the oxygen is so thin. I think it's when you're like your blood starts to oxygenate almost. So you get headaches and sleep issues. I I, I got shit sleep the entire time I was there. But um, you can get like headaches and stomach aches and get all fucked up from it, I guess.
2: I believe uh, it. That's enough. That's good enough reason to keep me off a fucking mountain. Not that I needed one. But this this
1: mountain was fucking enormous. And when like some of the trails we did, you had to take like three or four lifts to get up to. And up there, you're at almost twelve thousand feet. And looking out, I've never seen anything like it in my life. Like, I'll it was it was past like, oh, this is like this looks like something that would be on a postcard fucking blew my stupid little mind and we were like level with the clouds like in the fucking clouds that's how high up we were and it was terrifying i was i was put on trails way beyond my skill level and i don't know i I don't know why i felt comfortable playing with fire like that but i
2: managed to walk away
1: relatively unscathed
2: how did rent do or carl excuse me how did carl do with her uh with her snowboarding did she improve?
1: Uh, got a little bit better, but still endlessly frustrated by it. So I might, I might be flying solo. Yeah, in future. Trips. She's over it. I think so. Yeah, I get I the impression it. more of a
2: more of a beach gal. Yeah, keep her on the land. She's gonna her uh, on the at sea <laughs> level. She'll do yoga. Fuck all this mountain <clears> stuff. <throat> I'm with her. Yeah, dude. So this is a funny thing. I wanted your guys' input on. I think it's hilarious, actually, but. Uh, this weekend, uh, upcoming weekend, is uh, Rich's gender reveal party for his for his kid, for his, kid. Okay. Uh, for his um, him and his, his girlfriend's kid that's due, I think, in a couple months. Um, so we're going to the party and they have a baby, re- baby, like a uh, shower, baby gift registry, right? So there's a whole bunch of items you could buy that would just help you, like help with I don't know, like you got to get a gift for a gender reveal for a baby shower. I want to get a gift and I don't know what to buy. I don't know what to buy for a fucking infant. So they got a registry for it, right? And my brother um was going through the registry and he purchased the fucking breast pump. <laughs> and I just think... It's hilarious. I think it's hilarious, and I need I need to hear your guys' thoughts on it because I don't I don't fully know why it's funny, but I just find it fucking hilarious. Oh, I'm but, with you. And he and he and he tried to pass it on or pass it off as kind of nonchalant. Is this Cheech like, or Bill that did this? Uh, Bill. Okay, I mean it would be funnier if it was Cheech, but it's still it's still funny. Oh, it's still great, and the way he explained it made sense. Like. You know, he makes good money and that was like the most expensive gift on the registry. So he was just like, I've, you know, I, he's like, someone had to get the breast pump. And I was like, yes, someone did. And it was you, you did it. And I just think it's fucking hilarious. So I, I just want your guys' thoughts on it.
1: Yeah. I feel like if you see anything that involves like the mom's titty or ass or pussy or any naughty bits, you just be like, okay, I hope. One of the women on this registry email buys that, <laughs> right? Yeah, like a
2: family member, a sister, or something.
1: Yeah, it's because it is an intimate gift. It's something that yeah. attaches to a titty and sucks milk out.
2: Yeah, that would be, be like, like like buying if, uh, lingerie for like as the wedding gift. Like at the wedding night, you should just get into my gift now. It's like, well, well, what the fuck are you doing, bro? <laughs> that would be like if uh, if my
1: if if Carl and I were dating when my sister got married, and as a wedding present, Carl got my brother in law like a pocket pussy. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe, just maybe just, that's a little
2: a little too extreme of an example. It was a perfect it was a perfect Kevin Kraft analogy. <laughs> I see what you did there.
1: Yeah, that is so so Bill when you started laughing about it, did Bill be like, Yeah, I get your point. That's funny, but Here's my reasoning, he, or did he? Was he like, "Why are you?
2: This isn't funny at all. What are you talking about?" It's it's on the registry. That's once, why I got it. Once I started laughing as loudly and aggressively as I did, he he kind of got it right. Like I think he needed to tell someone and then explain back to him. But he tried to defend himself and like try to like ma- pass it off as normal. And I can't really explain why it isn't normal other than the words you use. It's just like you know, it's well. Hurt- it's, yeah, it's, it's the mom's titty. Like, are you buying anything associated with it? Here,
1: I brought you a machine to suck your tits for you. Enjoy.
2: <laughs> it's just him being like, well, someone had to buy the, the breast pump. It's just like, dude, I was crying. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> like, what the f- yeah, someone did have to buy it, and you decided to, to do that. I, don't, like, I just hope that I haven't <clears> even <throat> gotten into the registry yet on the website because... I'm nervous that it'll have someone's name next to the gift that they purchased, and I'm going to see Bill next to the breast pump, and I and I'll, I don't know. I might not even want to go to the gender reveal party if that's the case.
1: <laughs> I mean, it is one of those things. It's like, okay, you did put it on the registry. It's not like he, yeah, he he went true. off the list and got her like a hemorrhoid pillow or something. But like, Shuddy, if for some reason you are about to become a dad again at forty. And I'd kill myself, but okay. And Jeff, why wouldn't you kill a kid? <laughs> oh, <man.
2: laughs> sorry, sorry, I was.
1: Like, if Jeff Easy. bought Sharon a breast pump, what would go through your head?
0: That'd be really fucking weird. Like, you buy kids, like you should buy kids' clothes, put money towards the stroller, something like that. Not a fucking breast pump. <laughs>
1: But they did put it on the registry. Right. They wanted right. it, but that's
0: something like that's something like her mom gets them or an aunt gets them. That's not something Jeff gets them like that. That's like a close family member present. <laughs> that's not that's not my home. My my significant other's really good friend buys me a breast pump everybody would look at you you'd be the talk of the town
1: yeah jeff jeff knocks that off the registry and then sends a note hey since i
3: bought it i get to watch it in action
2: yeah right yeah how do you make make a conversation how do you like my gift i'm actually really (laughs) my gift working well
3: i'm actually really familiar with this model so um i can help set it up for you when you when you unbox it
2: oh come on take it easy on my tits
0: would you like me to show you how to use this? Let me show you. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, feels good. You want good. me to show you on you or on me? Which one? Do you, how do you want this to go? All right, this got I'm weird.
3: Gonna... Little mama, get in here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to bring this up at the at the party and just take the temperature of the room of the party. Like, <laughs> yeah, is is so? I, I'm you know
1: the a classless goober. So I don't get invited to things like this. I'm never included in shit like this. When the gender gender reveal party happens and there was a registry for it, do the gifts get shipped to them or to the person that bought them? Like, is Bill going to get this breast pump delivered to him and then he has to wrap it and put a card on it?
2: Great question. Um, I believe the way that they're doing this is it's just like an Amazon wish list, and you can either send it to yourself or to that person. Okay. So do you know which option Bill went with? I know he sent it to them. Okay. Yeah. Cause that would have that would have been even better for the story if like he hands them the breast pump. I was even gonna if say, it's wrapped, even if it's wrapped, if he just hands it to them, it's yeah, still if, good enough. I was gonna
1: say if that was if that was the option, you got to tell Bill like when she's unwrapping the gifts and it gets to his, like when she starts unwrapping it, he should just stare and like start licking his lips, like.
2: Yeah, if she opens the gift at the party, you can't be more than five feet away from her. You have to, <laughs> you have to be there and looking at her
1: the whole time, the or whole or just time. like say nothing. Like when she opens it and looks up at him, he just smiles and nods,
2: like, yeah. You. And then I come in with great, great gift, Bill. Great gift. She needed that.
3: <laughs> oh, I wanted to buy that for her, but I saw it was off the registry when I looked. Damn it, you're the one who purchased. I was looking for that one. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man that's, fucking that's awesome! god it was hilarious hey but your point is the same point that he made and it is valid i mean they i think that's a too intimate of a gift that really it's reserved for like rich's mom the girl's mom a sister <laughs> a girl cousin but she did put it on the registry so you yeah. know there that is that is the uh, a, an argument that I don't really have a counter for. That is fair. Yeah. Um. So we are
1: very backed up on voicemails. Yay. We're also very backed up on emails. So uh, <laughs> we flipping flip a coin, or what? Are we gonna do the top two of each. I I I browsed some of the emails, and I think we should start with those because um, our resident fruitcake Bonesy, who we lambasted mercilessly for r- actually sincerely writing an email to us, which he never does, suggesting we watch the JLo lo Owen Wilson vehicle
2: marry me. Yeah. On Peacock, yeah. on the cock. It's the gayest email ever written. And Recommending marry me. It, ha- there's no- it can't get any
1: gayer. So I kind of figured, I felt while we were doing that, I was like, ah, Bonesy's such a nice guy. He's been you know, a core member of the Pumanati for such a long time. Maybe we were a little harsh on him. He wrote back. Um, he was not deterred in the slightest by our, our barbs. So he wrote back and said, I enjoyed listening to me being roughed up so much last week. I decided to write in for some more. I do stand by my review of Marry Me and hope it encouraged the people to give it a watch. Um... It's on HBO Max now, I believe. What, Marry Me? Yeah. No, it's on the cock.
2: Oh, that's what it was. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he literally just <clears throat> said that, Jeff.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
1: Uh, so he says, just, this is how the email continues. I want you back. One hour and 56 minute runtime. We didn't know what to expect from this Charlie Day slash Jenny Slate Prime original as we didn't even watch the trailer before jumping in. It hooked you from the very first scene before the opening credits as two very bad uh, rip-off-the-band-aid breakups happen immediately, and there are enough endearing moments to stick it out. So now Bonesy's just going to fucking recommend rom-coms to us. Um, I want to look real quick. I, I should have done this beforehand, but Dom loved... Uh, Marry Bonesy's, me. Bonesy's, marry me, suggestion. Uh, he he that, that segment really landed with him, and uh, he wants to. And this was you know before we got into this email. He said Bonesy's suggestion for the the name of his future rom com reviews is chick flicks to Bonesy two, which I thought was a pretty solid segment. I like know. it. Yeah, I like it. Chick flicks to Bonesy two. Um so he has more to say about this fucking Charlie Day Jenny Slate rom-com. The movie has kind of a twisted plot, more like a teen drama than an adult rom-com. There are some true laugh-out-loud moments, one with Pete Davidson <laughs> popping in and a favorite so far, of mine from The OC and Gotham, Ben McKenzie, slide in for a 30-second appearance. Manny Jacinto shows he has a bit more of a range and a ripped body than his role on the good place. Do you know who Manny Jacinto is? Jeff, are you familiar with his ripped I'm, body?
2: I'm completely lost in this conversation. I know who he <laughs> is
0: from because I've watched the watched a few episodes of the good place.
2: I actually know who Ben McKenzie is. Um because I'm familiar with uh, that, I don't know. I, I just that's the only guy I know from both Gotham and what did he say? The OC, the OC, yeah. I, I know exactly what he's talking about. I feel like that's the only two things that guy has ever done, uh, except for this movie as well. Yeah. So three um, things, you know. A-
1: and Bonesy, he he really wants to get everybody laid. Says with interspersed sweet moments i want you back could lead to some cuddling or sweet love making he gives it four out of five dicks
2: Uh, from my experience armageddon does the same thing (laughs) cuddling
0: and sweet love making it's not a guaranteed uh to get you laid movie like marry me was
1: or do some downright dirty porking you're just getting getting love making as a reward
2: does he score this? Because I I really don't hate the idea of someone just covering the rom com beat on behalf of the Puminati. There's, I like that idea, and I don't want to be the guy to do it. So whatever, you can just give it to Bonesy. Uh, Does he give it a score at all? Yeah, four he out of five. Four days. out of
0: five. He re- he gave it the same score you gave the Batman.
2: <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't, I, don't, I don't know what to do with that information. I don't feel bad about my score. I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh, I actually got
1: a rare moment where somebody's writing in my defense. This guy says, hey, guys, been listening for years. And after hearing Kevin get razzed, razzed on about the onions, I have to agree. I love fried rice, even with the onions. But for the most part, will barf if I ever get a raw onion on a burger or sandwich or something similar. Uh, On a different note, I came to MSPH because because Kevin was so funny on The Ellis Show and is the main reason I stay around. Now, Shuddy, I think we could hang and get along fairly well. And Jeff, fucking Jeff, sometimes Jeff aggravates me to no fucking end. As a dumb southerner, I have heard some of the most retarded things come out of his mouth, and then I remember that he made it through college and am amused. Uh, But I have to say, the podcast wouldn't be the same without him. Remember, Jeff, it's a joke, not a dick. Don't take it too hard. Love you guys. Keep it up. Derek.
2: Good email. I appreciate that. I didn't take that uh, joke too hard. Thank <laughs> you. And I actually had a pretty good GPA in college, surprisingly enough. Yeah, because
1: you, you dodged the bullet of them quizzing you on mammals and succulents.
2: <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> you know when Andy from The Office explains his college performance that's yeah. kind of how i feel when i talk about college sometimes <laughs> i would have got straight a's if i wasn't out partying all the time but i got I straight, got straight b's. b's they called, they me, called buzz. me buzz <laughs> I've, I've made a pretty similar douchey comment on my college experience <laughs> and right when i saw andy do the same thing with his cornell experience i was like all right i gotta stop saying stuff like that that, <laughs> that looked real, look real fucking bad <laughs> Oh, I got another one. Uh, hey, guys, Dylan the Trucker here.
1: I've been meaning oh. to email for a while.
2: First, Strong Canadian. What has he been busy with, though? <laughs> what has I, he been busy
1: with? Yeah, I don't know. He uh. um, uh. says, first, back when you guys were doing Crafter Jeff, you talked about French onion soup a lot. Whenever I eat that, my shits slash farts smell exactly <laughs> like the soup for days for some reason. Um, always, always appreciated when people write in and tell us what their
2: shits and farts smell like. It weirds me out that this is kind of related. Well, it is related. It weirds me out that asparagus changes the smell of your piss and like makes it like I don't ever smell my piss. But then whenever I eat asparagus, which is a side I've been incorporating into my entrees, I don't know, the past month or so. Every time I I piss, it smells terrible because of the asparagus, apparently.
1: Yeah. I thought that was weird. I don't know. That's that's a well known veggie fact that asparagus makes your piss oh stink real bad. What? Uh Shuddy. Dylan says, second, Shuddy, how fucking dare you say hoopastank is better than Tool? I can understand if you don't like them, they aren't for everyone. But then again, this is coming from a
2: man that loves the Twilight series. Sure. Big Mama's house. Big you're a big fan of Big Mama's House, Shuddy.
0: Um, blood, D- <laughs> soldier boy is
2: better than tool. I don't get it. What, why do you have to be so aggressively against tool? Like, it doesn't make sense to me. I feel like Maroon tool five
0: fits- is better than tool.
2: You don't even believe what you're saying, you're just saying sentences. To, no, no, to get I'm un- saying over, that, under
0: everyone's skin. that pretty much everyone is better than tool, is the point I'm making. How about Kanye West? Better than tool. What?
1: Jesus, shutty boy. Dropping some just fucking straight up molten lava blasphemy. I mean, I'm not the hugest Tool fan in the world, but
0: Kanye? If, If we woke up tomorrow and the entire catalog of Tool had been stricken from everybody's history and memory, nobody would be worse off today than they were tomorrow than they were today. What about nobody would be missing anything?
1: What about Takashi Six Nine?
0: Better than Tool.
2: Ugh. Even like those. Was so Tool just at the bottom of your musical power rankings? Like, do you? Which worse than Tool? What about like religious? Country? I'm going to
0: throw a lot off. Tool and Deftones are down at the bottom. Hmm. I don't. I'm not
2: big into Deftones. I don't really care about that.
1: What about like those? SoundCloud, FaceTat, Mumble, AutoTune rappers. You'd rather listen yeah. to them than
0: Tool? The polka bands that play at Music Fest are more entertaining than Tool. What about Gospel? Yeah. Yep. What about Kanye's
1: Sunday services shit? Yeah. Kanye singing about Jesus.
0: Yeah. Got it. I've not- never heard it. It's got to be better than Tool. Okay. So
2: I just. The, what I'm picking up is that everything's better than Tool,
0: and that's, yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Country, that's a hot take.
2: Country, yeah, Blake Shelton, he does country, right? I think so.
0: Probably worse than Tool.
2: Okay, fair enough. We got right. we got somewhere.
0: Yeah, we made it somewhere. Um, but some Garth Brooks definitely better than Tool.
2: I want to say you are you are alienating yourself from the Puminati. I feel like Tool would pull very well in a puminati. It's um, been about but, a yeah. year
0: since I've done that, so it's about, we're about due. Yeah, time you want to be a villain again. I got yeah. you. Well, I about try and do it without quitting this time. Well, okay. Yeah, it Let's see how
1: how much you want to lean into your your new heel uh status. Would you rather listen to one tool song or Barbie girl on repeat for an hour?
0: I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. Life in plastic. It's fantastic. I would much rather listen to that song than any song by Tool.
2: He knows that we can find like a 20-minute Tool cut. So.
1: Oh, that's true. There are some really, really long Tool songs.
2: Yeah, he's just got to go 40 more minutes with the Barbie girl uh and then dylan says
1: lastly kevin i have to side with you on the whole benihana onion fiasco i hate tomatoes as much as you hate onions the smell makes me gag but i absolutely love eating bruschetta i know it makes no sense but it is what it is anyway a bit for you guys to unpack slash discuss love the show keep it up thank you dylan the trucker been a minute since we we heard from from you
2: when i just like when something like that happens with the onions or the tomatoes, with you guys, do you like be? I, I, maybe not you, Kevin. I guess I'm just saying this, asking rhetorically. But like, do you start to revisit your previous take and just kind of open up the possibility to of onions being good in a dish or tomatoes in Dylan's case? Like, because bruschetta, it's fuck. It's all it's tomato. What is tomato, garlic, and oil? Like that's it. Like and some not,
0: salt and pepper and yeah, and some not very bread.
2: complicated, right? Not, not a not that big of a deal, really. I mean, you're essentially eating fucking tomato with yeah with I mean, alcohol, I still a little bit of seasoning.
1: I still catch will gag if when I catch whiffs of onions, so I can't explain it. I know it's I know it's frustrating, but that's that's the best I can offer you on it.
2: Well, you and Dylan are in the same boat, I guess. Not a bad guy to be on the same side as. He doesn't have usual, terrible takes. Uh, We got one more email from
1: from Trevor. He says, um, Kevin, have you watched The Guardians of Justice? Love to hear your thoughts on it. So that's like a new Netflix show starring Denise... Diamond Dallas Page. Yeah, Diamond Dallas Page and Denise Richards, apparently. Um, I follow ddp on twitter because i i very much enjoy ddp yoga and he's been on the ella show a couple of times he's a fucking nice dude so yeah he's a good follow on on twitter and he kept tweeting this countdown down to this guardians of justice show and i'm like what the fuck is he talking about and then one day i fired up netflix and there was like a preview thing of it and I couldn't get a grasp on what the fuck I was watching. I haven't seen an episode of it, but I watched some of the trailer, and it looks like somebody let Tommy Wiseau make a superhero show. (laughs) It almost has like a... Have you guys ever watched Kung Fury? It's like a really short thing. I forget what it was even on, but it's, it's not a movie, it's not a show. I think it's like a 20... 20 30 minute short that is made to look like in like 80s, like it has the, the V VHS tracking lines on it and shit. But for some reason that was and it was it was very, very corny, but it leaned into the corniness on purpose. And had, I think it had Hasselhoff in it and odd oddly enough, really, really good special effects. I don't know if like the track the VHS tracking shit was masking some of the rough edges, but I thought it looked great and it was actually super entertaining. And I'm getting a little bit of that kind of a vibe off of it. But I looked it up on, on IMDB and shit, and it looks like people are just trashing it.
0: Yeah, it did not look like it was getting a lot of good reviews.
1: This seems like something that Dom might be able to chime in on. We all know Dom loves his, uh, his WWE. I mean, was... DDP's days days in pro wrestling was that before they had to change their name and they were still WWF?
2: I don't th- I actually don't think he I don't know this for sure, but he never fought Well, actually, I know he never fought in the WWF. He might have fought in the WWE, but he was always a WCW guy. Like the other one that He didn't come over until
0: WWE bought ECW okay. and WCW and then that's when he so I actually stopped watching wrestling
2: before that happened. So as far as I'm concerned, Diamond Dallas Page really never wrestled in the WWE. He was always WCW. Diamond and Dallas was like,
0: Page was kind of WCW's Stone Cold Steve Austin. Their finisher is identical.
2: Yeah, the Diamond Cutters.
0: Pretty the Diamond much. Diamond Cutter oh. and the Stone and Cold, Stone Cold Stunner. Stunner are the same exact move. And no, shit.
2: actually, really. I actually really like Diamond Dallas Page, like the wrestler, WCW. Like I thought he was like one of their better wrestlers not involved with like the NWO. Like I, th- I actually like that that guy and that character that he created. And I like you. I follow him on uh, Twitter just cuz like, you know, I re- I have the DDP yoga. I actually did DDP yoga 10 minutes before we started working out no before sh- we started recording. No shit. Be- because I had a lot of morning stuff to do today and I wasn't able to get to the gym. So I did like a four mile run and then I finished it off with some DDP yoga. So that was a good workout. So I still use it. And I follow him just cause like, it is a really good yoga program. I like him. You, you said you met him and that he was a really good guy when he came on the Ellis show or he seemed really cool. You guys hit it off. Yeah. Like on the show. So like, just out of respect, like I just follow him and he's just the man.
0: Let's have so I wouldn't on. fuck
2: that dick with her pussy.
1: Man, you were just talking about how much you like him, and then you had to insult the man like that.
2: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah, we should try to get our people in touch with his people. See if an MSPH visit makes sense. Maybe he can be in our next uh, Dungeons & Dragons. DDP Dungeons & Dragons.
0: Can we just get him to give Kevin a diamond cutter? On camera, that's all we need. Well, only if Kevin goes into pubic zirconi mode.
2: Oh, oh my man. God!
0: Diamond Dallas Page versus pubic zirconia. I gotta oh find that God.
2: costume. I gotta find that costume
1: and just cut a promo.
0: Yeah, challenging him.
2: Yeah, then he just like bursts into your apartment and hits you with the DDP yoga, and we fucking start MSPH, or hits you with the diamond cu- cutter, and we start. Uh, yeah, he'd have to call it like the um,
1: the zirconia cutter when he does it to me.
2: Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> him to rebrand with your fucking your heel turn—that'd be sweet, actually. Or a tag team: Pubic Zirconia and Diamond Dallas Page. I mean, we can definitely. The commissioner can work on this. This is something he can make happen. So maybe uh, DDP will will uh, show up in the next MSPH wrestling. Yeah, that would be a, a nice
1: um, one-on-one event pubic zirconia versus DDP.
0: Hell yeah. Yeah, at least Kevin will win to somebody with a little bit of a wrestling background. No, you mean lose. That's what I meant. That's exactly what I meant, was lose. Uh,
1: All right, well, I think we have some time to make a dent in... Voicemails, yay! I don't know how much this has grown since last week, but, well considerably (laughs) okay let's see where did we leave off oh here we go here we go let's see is this going to play through the ipad speaker or into the podcast
2: i have a guess just just unplug the ipad speaker now just get it out of the way but what if what if it plays for real let's see it's not going to
3: That shit
2: Say, I know your iPad better than you do.
4: Hi, Mad Scientist Party Hour. It's psycho calling. Uh, two comments. First off, psycho. I can't tell from the video, but is the the pastry that Jeff ate and burned himself? Is it phyllo? P H uh, Y yes. L O.
2: Can't tell the video.
1: Well, I I bought the same thing, and wasn't it like F I L O Philo? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't with a P H or phyllo. The
0: same um, stuff.
2: I mean, is the word that you just said a word? Cause I didn't know the other one was a word either, to be honest. <laughs> I thought it was like a Trader Joe, like
0: no. Yeah, philo specific term. Is, is a specific type of dough. It's spelled F I L O or P H Y L L O.
1: Oh, learn something oh. new every day. Yeah. Look at that. Um, <sighs> Oh, God damn it. I tried to do it seamlessly, but... You got shut the fuck down. Damn it. There's no seamless transitions going from voicemails to the soundboard.
3: Uh...
1: Not high enough
4: quality to zoom in on, but...
1: That's on just camera, whatever, fuck him.
4: And a big double fuck you to Jeff... Uh, I live in Ottawa. These fucking truckers have disrupted our city for, at this point, what, today is February 4th? Oh, shit. So these motherfuckers have disrupted our city for six days now, mm-hmm. literally closing our biggest mall and disrupting thousands of minimum wage workers, interfering with businesses reopening. Like, January 31st, we were supposed to go back to full capacity. Uh, Sorry, half capacity. Dining and fucking anything else you wanted to do. You can go to the gym, you can go to a theater, all of this shit. Well, guess what? These fucking idiot assholes that seem to think that, oh, we can fucking make uh, whatever decisions we want and fuck over your whole city, moved in. Military took three days to come in and fucking kick the natives out when they had a protest. But, oh, no, no, we can't do it (laughs) to white folk, I guess. I don't fucking know, but... These idiots, these redneck idiots, if you support them, Jeff, you're an idiot, too. These people have no purpose and literally are just fucking pissing in the wind. I can't wait till it hits them in the face. Get out of my city, you fucking morons.
1: Wow. Psycho's fucking pissed.
2: Yeah, for real. Why'd Dude, you I piss him off like, like one... that, Jeff? I, went, I made one comment on Twitter <laughs> about how we have a whole bunch of Canadian truckers like Dylan, the trucker that listen to our podcast. And I just threw him some support because I thought that was the thing to do. I didn't, I didn't realize that there were two sides to the story here uh, with the, the whole Canada trucker convoy thing. I was ignorant to psychological stance. And now that I'm hearing it, I don't really care that much, but um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I don't know. It sucks. It sucks that you had that issue. Imagine how they feel having their freedoms taken away by vaccine mandates.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, that was fucking day four of it. Imagine what Psycho is feeling like now. That's an old ass voicemail. He must be fucking livid. What? Are they still doing it? I don't know. I'm bored on that whole, like, yeah. complaining trucker. The trucker thread. convoy
0: just came through
2: this area. I mean, as soon as Russia, you've invaded Ukraine, like, COVID was cool. Like, COVID's done. Yeah, I don't even Canadian know what people truckers, are fucking. No one gives a fuck about them. Like,
1: I don't even know what people are bummed out about. Like, I, we live in Libtard Central, and we don't even have to wear masks.
2: Yeah, well, that just happened last week. And actually, that was the re- I made my return to poker this weekend. Nice. Because nice because of the, the uh, they lifted the in, the the mask policy, so I, I never wanted to wear a mask while playing poker, so I never did. But I went and played today or uh, this past weekend, which was fun. But um, yeah. How'd during, you do? While I was playing. I, don't know, I won like four hundred bucks, but fuck yeah, whatever. Uh, while I was playing, though, one of these guys were talking about this Brittany Griner story. Have either one of you heard about this? No. Maybe if I say you, you'll hit you. Who the hell is Brittany Grimer? Brittany Griner is like a really good WNBA basketball player. Oh, yep. Okay. She went to Russia uh, either to play basketball or I would assume to play basketball and was carrying a a weed pen with her or had it in her luggage. And they found it at the Moscow airport, detained her, and now she could be in jail for 10 years, which (sighs) I know or I thought I saw a headline or a tweet today saying that's um, that, that U S official, excuse me, U S officials are trying to work with Russian officials to extradite her or get her out. Well, um, our two so countries cool. have a
1: pretty chill relationship, so I'm sure that'll work out.
2: <laughs> yeah. but this, <laughs> this fucking guy I was playing poker with is just like, I don't, like, I don't understand how this isn't a bigger story. Apparently she's been in jail for two weeks in Russia and now they're just talking about it. And I was like, I'm pretty sure there's a bigger Russian story happening right now that might have taken up the coverage.
1: <laughs> I mean, as much what as that sucks, you about? Yeah, like,
2: it's, it sucks terrible. Yeah, but like
1: Jesus, I mean, of all the time, all the countries to try to sneak a vape pen into just maybe just go without it for a little bit. I mean, for I, real. I love weed. I, I, have, I have a very, very low tolerance, but I'm still a daily smoker. I save it for the end of the night when I get all my pro- productivity out of the way and I can be lazy and quiet. But, like, fuck. I mean, that's terrifying. I, I love going to Japan. The two times I've been there, uh, I was talking to this dude that was homies with uh, our friend Alex Wilson. And I became kind of like homies with this guy. And he moved, I think he moved to Japan from Brazil and he's, you know, he's like us. He's, he's, he's our, our our, cut of the cloth type of guy. And I was asking him about weed and stuff. and He's like, oh, dude, weed here, like if it ever does come around and you can get your hands on some, it's like a bottle of Dom Perignon. Like you save it for special occasions and it never comes around because if you get caught with like even a crumb of shake, you're doing minimum five years. Yeah, dude.
2: Like if you had to rank the countries you would most not want to get caught with weed, it's, it's like China and Russia, right? Yeah. Fucking, I don't know, maybe a, a Korea, whichever one is worse. Uh, yeah. I don't even know. I asked Paul about that one, bitch ass Paul. But <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, to your point, it's, I, I guess there is a small chance, like it's a weed pen. Like, it's not out of the realm of possibility. She left it in a bag and didn't even think about it. It's happened to me. You know what I mean? It's happened yeah. to me.
1: But like if I'm flying yeah. somewhere that's scary like that. Yeah. For
2: real. I, I am I'm going through every inch. I'm buying a new luggage. Yeah. Like, I'll, yeah. Just buy, yeah I'll just buy it. a new luggage. I'm not even gonna I don't I have so many compartments in my luggage, I can't even risk it. I'll just yeah. buy a new fucking bag. Dude, I'm s i am I get fucking
1: nervous flying out of LAX with weed. Oh, oil and they They even says on LAX's website, it gives you the guidelines of how much weed you're allowed to travel with. (laughs) But now, ever since I went to Hawaii, you know, with with fucking Carl, they have signs up at LAX when you're going through TSA with like pot leaves on it and like the Ghostbusters line through it, saying like all narcotics are illegal. Ignorance of the law is no is no excuse. You'll be prosecuted. It's like, make up your fucking mind. I thought LAX... There were articles about it. Like, hey, it's now chill to fly out of LAX with weed. And even going from a weed-friendly state to a weed-friendly state and back and forth, I was still sweating. I'm like, I don't want to get in trouble for this. This is so fucking stupid. Nobody should be getting in trouble for weed to begin with. Uh, why, 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 Why do I have to go through this stress? Get those scary fucking signs out of here. And let's
2: yeah, like I'm thinking about going back to Austin in a couple weeks or like a month visit come up, you know my two of my best friends live out there. Um, and I could fly there with weed, and they're both chill about me having weird, but I'm a little weirded out by like Texas law or all of that. like i don't I don't know. I don't know enough about oh, it. Texas is
1: not chill with weed, right. right. I've even looked and at the stats like the the support of citizens of Texas for legalizing weed is very very high and their governor was like i will never ever ever (laughs) legalize that abbott motherfucker whatever his name is yeah tim abbott or something yeah he's like oh yeah that it's the will of the people but i don't give a flying fuck fuck all of you we are staying in the dark ages weed will never be legal as long as i have a say in it and it's like yeah fucking why
2: like texas really likes to suck their own dick over freedoms but You've fallen a little behind on that sports gambling and marijuana. Where's yeah. that? Where are those fucking freedoms? Better better not have little pieces of plants in your pocket. Yeah, apparently you bitches on like Republican freedoms. Well, what about independent or Democratic freedoms? How about those fucking <laughs> freedoms, you bitches? But a place that's <laughs> infinitely more chill or less chill than Texas about weed would be Russia. Oh, yeah. it's definitely one of them. So, like, you know, if she did it accidentally... That I mean, sucks. either way, either like, way, it sucks so bad. Yeah, I'm in her corner. It's terrible. But like if she did it accidentally, that's so fuck. Like I,
1: and also of all the times for this to happen when Russia has a massive bone to pick with America and wants to do zero favors. Oh man. I yeah. feel so bad for that chick. That's awful. like
2: r- Russia looks just hell bent on pissing off everyone out West. Like, if you are in the Western Hemisphere, fuck you. is essentially <laughs> Russia's take right now. Yeah, so like, So, like, Brittany, ah, it's terrible. It's a yeah, terrible thing to make light of. It was just, like, funny that this guy was, like, brought up at the poker table. I was like, I can't believe they're not even talking about it. Like, well, they invaded a fucking country that they're on the border. They share a border with. So, I mean, there are other things to discuss, but I hear you. Free Brittany Griner. I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, All right, let's bang out a about?
1: couple more voicemails before we peace out for the week.
2: Yo. <laughs> uh, this is Pseudo Shuddy calling back and apologizing <laughs> to the Uddy about the whole, you know, whole incident thing.
4: I
1: still say, fuck you, Shuddy. Fucking Ubersink. Fucking
2: sucks! Oh, you fucking cocksucker. Anyway, um... I felt bad about
1: the Tool thing. Wow, you got pseudo-shuddy to break
2: character. Yeah, dude. People, <laughs> are, I, I knew I was right about the Puminati. They love Tool, and you fucking have outraged them. You are now Puminati enemy number one. I hope you're happy, motherfucker.
1: Yeah, I'm going to take the week off and just be like, ah, all right,
2: I'm you not see, the most hated. You see that Puminati? You see that all 15 YouTube viewers we have? He doesn't even care. This motherfucker doesn't even care.
0: About Tool, I don't give two fucks about Tool or Maynard Keenan. We have spent too much time on them for the rest of my life. If I don't talk about Tool ever again, I will be a happy man. But we're about to do it right here. That brings up actually another topic that I want to discuss,
2: which is the idea of just going by a different name and like just picking a first name. So Maynard... That's not like his his name by birth. I forget the term, the specific term that it, that it. Sniffing? Yeah, pretty much. But like, he just like, self, no, I'm going to put Maynard sucking. in front of my actual name and you're all going to call me Maynard. And is that a nom de or
1: something like that? I forget what the term it's, is. I don't know. Nom de plur?
2: Yeah, something like that. Anyways, I got this shirt at the gym. Um, This guy that I play basketball with. Sold me this shirt. He's like, yo, dude. Instinctual I'm, motivation? No, this other guy. But he's like, I'm trying to build out my apparel, my my sports apparel brand. And I've got some clothes in my car. And I think you'd like, uh, uh, I think you'd like a shirt. And I was like, you know what, dude, I'll support you. I've been playing basketball with this guy for years. I've known him for years. Um, so I was like, yeah, I'll support you or whatever. And he's like, do you do Venmo? Or I was like, do you do Venmo? He's like, yeah, I do Venmo. So I scan his coat. And his name is Lamont, or that's what he goes by, Lamont. That's what I've called him for oh, six, seven years now, Lamont. And then I scan his fucking Venmo code, and it's like, do you want to pay Jerry? I was like, dude, who the fuck is Jerry? So, well, that's my name. I'm Jerry. Oh, no. Like, well, what about Lamont? He's like, well, you know, that's just what I go by.
3: I was oh, like, you know, I don't want your father. shirt anymore.
2: <laughs> no, I... I sometimes go by the dragon. Like I'll, I'll put in fucking takeout orders, and I'll, and I'll like, who's it for? It's for the dragon. <laughs> yeah, I've even, have even
1: gone out to to meals with Jeff, and when he picks up the bill, and they bring out one of those little card readers, he just types out in uh, non cursive, just writes the dragon when he signs for the credit card. Yeah,
2: I draw a little dragon head on the uh, sign here thing. <laughs> no, I just thought it was. I think it's kind of cool. Like, I thought the whole Maynard thing is cool. I think Lamont's cool. Instinctual motivation's kind of cool. I mean, the name itself is fucking ridiculous, but I like the idea of just like, nah, I'm going to go with it. You call me something different than my government name. Just, you call me something. I kind of like it. I don't know. I wish I had enough swagger to pull that off.
1: Well, let's see what um, pseudo-shuddy out of character has to say with the rest of his voicemail.
2: calling in and that motherfucker Fucker, dookie boy the cocksucker kind of got me a little bit on this tool thing uh, he was talking about I feel like all the guys that were at the tool show and were really excited about it have a bunch of cats yeah. <laughs> and then I was like oh wait a second fuck he us. has a cat doesn't he <laughs> four fucking cats in my house
3: we also have a dog
4: so fuck you dookie boy the cocksucker Anyway,
0: love you guys.
2: Bye. <laughs> I knew I cut him deep, and there's a lot of Tool fans that are listening and looking at their cat, and they're like, yeah, yeah you know what? He's cats right. are
0: really probably the the Tool of the pet world. That, I'm Some people will take offended, that as a compliment. I think
2: that's great. I think that's great. Yes. Yeah, a lot of Tool fans take that as a compliment. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Hello. This is Roger from fucking Timbuktu. I'm calling into the Mad Scientist Party Hour because, believe it or not, I shit my pants on a date.
1: Okay. At first, I was like, "This has to be a fake Aussie accent." And then it, and then now it's like, "Okay, maybe he's just doing this to disguise his voice while he talks about shitting his pants."
2: Yeah, those are the two possibilities the, I have the, in my head.
1: What ooh. are the chance that it's an It's an Australian. Is there any chance? It doesn't sound legit. As somebody who has worked closely with uh, an Australian for the past 11 years, something seems off
2: here. This is perhaps one of your few expertises, so I'll refer to you.
1: There was a time on the show where I used to pull funny porn clips and just present them to the show. And I was like, um, man, you got to hear all the shit that this crazy Australian lady is saying in this porno. And I played it on the air and Jason was like are you fucking kidding me this lady's British
2: oh
3: fuck so sometimes I do get confused
2: I wonder if they ever confuse the two probably not (laughs) I don't think so that's not how it works but I don't know the difference between Canadian and American acts Eh, I do a little bit
4: oh and all I work in all I should be called T-Bone as well Jeff you fucking pussy Shuddy, good luck with your acai bowls. Kevin, I reckon you should drop your guts in front of your lady. Pavlova, waltzing Matilda,
1: didgeridoo. I'm out, fellas.
2: Okay. All right. Well, that was something. Yeah, I don't got much to add to that one. Thank you for listening. I was kind of hoping
1: he would... uh, Talk more about shit in his pants on the date. I want to know what happened there, but maybe too much Vegemite.
2: (laughs) All right. Wow. I get it. All right, we got time for one one. more.
1: Let's do one more and then go off to Patreon land.
4: Hey, what's up, guys? T-Bone here, a.k.a. the most badass trucker in New York State. Oh, shit. No, fuck that. The entire U.S. of A. I was just calling to voice my support for the Canadian truckers. I'm actually (laughs) heading to Ottawa this weekend, and wouldn't you know it? He's psychological psychological. I'm not going to mention his name, but he offered his driveway as a parking spot and the use of his bathroom. I just wanted to say how generous that was because I shit a lot. Like, I can't even imagine the fat, juicy poutine and beaver tail turds that this guy's got coming. But uh, thanks in advance, bud. See you soon.
1: Do like, people's jobs let the... Like, I'm just going to go disappear for a month to go park my truck and honk my horn. Like, are jobs chill with that? Or are all these people just have so much money in the bank that they're just like, fuck it. I'm just living out of my truck. I'll tell you what, man. After hearing uh psychological call-in, Poop Slime Alley has been relatively quiet for a while. I mean, the eleven trillion the $11 trillion man... Popped up and got some fun audio off of that guy, but really outside of him, it's been all quiet on the uh the front here. But if if I had to go day and night with people honking and disrupting my sleep, like T-Bone, I love you, man. But if you were parked outside of my in Poop Slime Alley honking your horn for like a week straight, I would I'd sneak in while you were sleeping in your truck and dump like boiling diarrhea and jizz on you. God damn uh- it. That would ruin
2: my, my life. I thought you were going to go the Molotov cocktail route, but yeah, uh, boiling jizz and diarrhea actually was probably more effective.
1: Yeah, I would save all of my cum, diarrhea, and barf in a bucket, throw it on the stove, and then bloop. You'd heat it up in your own house. Yes. I feel like like all that honking and noise endlessly – would drive me to the brink of, of insanity.
0: And it would be insane Maybe to boil shit and cans
1: on your own stove. I'm willing to go very far to smite
2: people when I'm pissed. Why wouldn't you just go a little further and buy like a Bunsen burner or a portable boiler? A grill? Sure, yeah. Would right, say I'll get a grill, Bunsen I'll heat burners. it up on
1: my deck, and then run out with my bucket of, of boiling puke diarrhea and jizz. And get some, uh, some. Sounds like you're on the
2: psychological side. Get some street uh, justice. An, another request for uh, uh, the MSPH wrestling commissioner. We need to have a match between T Bone and Psychological oh, to settle for once, once and for all, who's who's more right in the Strucker debate. And we yeah. really. Honestly, if there was a way we can loop in Canada and just have it settled on MSPH Wrestling, I think that would be in everyone's best interest. And just to keep things fair, when Dom does the
1: character design, uh, T-Bone is wearing a mask, a COVID mask, and Psychological is wearing uh, a MAGA shirt. Yeah,
2: and and I think... (laughs) Their managers, like they come out to the rings. I think T-Bone should come out with Donald Trump and Psychological should come out with Justin Trudeau. Oh, shit. (laughs) We'll just lean into the fucking political, uh, political angle of this fight just right off the cuff.
1: I think that might be the one way that people across the board can enjoy some political content.
2: Yeah, if we just hash it out in the if MSPH just, squared circle, yeah. of course. In, can, I in, mean, in the, the ladder
1: match. <laughs> under the veil of utter stupidity. Like how could anybody get triggered by that? Yeah. Well uh. I guess speaking about getting triggered, if you want to hear a very long review of the Batman, full of spoilers, if you if you don't want anything spoiled, uh eh, maybe dump out of the Easter egg when we start getting there. But um uh, you know, whenever there's like a big movie that comes out Especially anything superhero, comic book related. We like, to, we like to dance around in spoiler land. And we save that for the Easter egg just so nobody gets bummed out or feels like they have to miss part of the show. So stay tuned for that. And if you want to hear more MSPH, please check out our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. Tons and tons of stuff up there. Cranking it out every day like, uh, like T-Bone's poutine turds. Just cranked out in full fashion. Uh, 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 maybe we can give the voicemails a break because Jesus Christ, it's going to take us quite a few more shows to catch up and, and uh, get above sea level on this one. But if you want to send your emails, Hour at gmail.com. You can also subscribe to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash madscientistpartyhour. And you can follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Kraft, At Shuddy Boy. At Jeffra Records and at MSPH Podcast, Shuddy Boy, you got any tour dates?
0: Nope, no tour dates. You I'm and still...
1: your your Tool cover band, not playing nope. any. Not playing anywhere. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, thank you all for listening, friends. But until next time, oh something. Hey, poimpity-poop-flop-poimps! Oh. Oh, I've got this up somewhere. E-e-e-e-e. ha ha There we go. Now we'll get ready for Shuddy to whine. Well, actually, if my prediction is accurate, hey, huh? Why won't this launch? Oh, shit. Jeff with the haircut.
2: What's up, dude?
3: Whoo, Mayan.
1: Mayan, Mayan, Mayan. So much shit. Take my fucking... Crazy pills. Wow.
2: How are we doing the anime thing tomorrow? Do you have a video you want, or a, uh, a specific anime you want to do? You want
1: to you want to do one tomorrow?
2: I'm in. Uh, actually, Wednesday would be better, but I thought they came out on Wednesday. So,
1: well, we already have have one because it's every two weeks. So Doro Hidoro goes up on Wednesday.
2: Oh really? oh okay maybe I'll try to hmm maybe I'll try to come by next Monday for the podcast. Would you be down for that and we'll we'll bank a couple more. sure, I'm down all right, let's pencil that in.
1: I have to talk to my fucking pill pusher over Zoom, but that usually takes like 10 minutes. These fucking mafioso type scumbags got to grease their palms or else they won't give me my crazy pills.
2: i can't oh. have that. Is it a consultation? Yeah, pretty Making much. Making sure you're not you're still crazy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's always like uh
2: Oh, how are you feeling? Good.
3: Dosage still okay? Yeah. How are you sleeping?
2: Fine. Okay. See you in three months. Is there any chance that they take away the pills?
1: Um. <laughs> uh, I think you would really, really have to whiff the interview. If you're like, look, uh, could you up my dosage? Because I kind of want to sell these things and make a profit. That would probably be the wrong answer. (laughs)
0: All right. On the doctor, he could be like, yeah, you've got to cut me in. Yeah, I want to taste. Oh, man. Big Pharma isn't throwing me enough kickbacks. You need to give the doctor a taste.
1: Could we be... Could we be Big Fartma? Look, I'm just shaking off the cobwebs. It's been a minute. I'm getting out of uh, vacation mode.
0: I'm good with being Big Fartma.
2: Yeah, I kind of like that.
0: It doesn't really roll off the
2: tongue that well, though.
1: No, it doesn't. It's easy to say, but people
2: might not pick it up too easily. That's my only concern. I'm the, the alpha motherfucking
0: male. Hi, fellas. Did you guys David go Batman. see the Batman last night? Oh, yep, you did. Yep. Do we want to do that review in the Easter egg, or do we do <flatten> <to see> the, <inaudible> kind of the main show? <laughs>
1: I don't know. What do you guys think?
2: We should probably just do it in the Easter egg, right? Yeah. In case anyone's be, bummed
0: out, we can be super spoilery.
2: Yeah, I guess we could do
1: that. I don't know how many spoilers there are. That's true. I guess there, there's there's a few little surprises in there.
2: Um... Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I thought it was weird to kill Batman at the end. I figured they would definitely be trying to do like a franchise, but. I thought it was weird that they killed him at the beginning.
0: <laughs> I thought it was weird they killed him at the beginning and the end. How many times can you kill him? <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: wow. they, the, the opening scene Batman gets killed. There's two hours and 45 minutes of credits, and then a post credit scene where
2: Batman gets killed again. Be on your toes, Pumanati, all right? Batman's in trouble.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. It's just, dude. I mean.
2: <sighs> I thought Paul Dano Here, did a good second. job as a Riddler. Paul Dano already was revealing? amazing. Oh, I thought we were recording. I don't know what's happening. Oh, this fucking diva bitch has to worry about his lighting.
0: Yeah, he obviously isn't paying attention to comments. We're saying maybe adjust adjust the blue light on his monitor. You know. Yeah. Just you should pay attention more to the listeners.
2: Like we do. Oh, uh,
1: Shuddy, can you give me record permission? Man, I fucking hate when my hair's all like Patrick
2: bateman out. What do you mean? You don't like the slick back that you did yourself? Well what I do
1: is when my hair is still wet, I comb I put fucking goofy ass gel shit in there, comb it, and then it looks like this for a little bit while it dries, and then I have to tussle my hair a little bit like a little rascal and break it up so it doesn't look like uh it's not a yuppie, yuppie haircut.
2: You know, like recording in progress. No, no. It look like a pussy. What is how does Rent Rent weigh in on that? Does she like the fresh slick back, or does she prefer it worn out? And-
1: I mean, the first few times she saw it, she like laughed. I was like, "Oh, look at your, look at your weatherman hair, or whatever." <laughs> <laughs> I got I like like, fucking zombie fingers going on right now. Putting this like greasy ass shitty lotion on my fingers to unzombify
2: them. No idea what happened. Was it like, what do you mean by zombify? Like, do they get chapped while you're snowboarding or something? They got like all chapped and peely and cracked
1: before I even went.
2: It's from the AIDS. <laughs> I, wow.
1: Well, let, me, let me just web MD that and make sure you're, you're not spitting some <laughs> bullshit here, Shuddy.
2: <laughs> yeah, I forgot the symptoms of AIDS. They cured it, though. So well, we're good cool news. with it. Good news for me. Yeah. Fuck. All you right. just get rid of that shit. Sick now. Modern medicine, you know? But Kevin still needs his Ritalin pills. Yeah. Can't make you normal. They can get rid of AIDS.
1: I can't stop fiddling until I get me my Ritalin. <laughs> Stole that from the Simpsons.
2: Uh... Oh man! All right, you guys. Let's just do a a spoiler full review of Batman in the episode. Not even tell anyone about it. It's just fire.
1: It's just lead. I won't even do the usual intro. I'll just start rattling off plot points from the Batman.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Make our intros plot points from the Batman.
2: Man, how about that Gotham Square Garden uh, scene? That was pretty crazy. What about when uh, the Joker made a
1: special appearance and Commissioner Gordon sucked his dick? Never saw that coming. I don't know how they still managed to get a PG-13. Hey,
0: you forgot about the stripper scene with Batgirl and Spoiler. What? Yeah. we When Batgirl and Spoiler were in the strip club. Too deep? Kevin doesn't. Must be, yeah. Speaking of which, I would
2: love to see Zoe Kravitz naked. What's hopefully first
0: scene that she came on the screen? I leaned over to Draven and go and just went, "She is so fucking hot." And he looked at me like it was very uncomfortable to hear me say that.
1: Yeah, he he looked over and he's like, "You realize I'm not your friend, right?" (laughs) Well, we're just being
2: bros, (laughs) just broing during the Batman.
1: By the way, if you if you like Zoe Kravitz, Jeff and Shuddy, you should watch Kimmy. On HBO Max. Did she get naked in it? Not trying to be all Mr. Skin here, but
3: if you freeze frame at 32 minutes and 15 seconds, you get a nice shot of Rear Burger.
1: <laughs> now, there's, right. there's, there's no Rear Burger, but uh, Mr. Skin's definitely got some bookmarks in that movie.
2: Wow. It's a movie. Okay. I'm going to Google this now, or IMDB it's it.
1: K-I-M-I. It's Soderbergh. Not the greatest movie ever, but it's short, and there's nudity, and it had
2: some fairly entertaining moments. Zoe Kravitz. What a minx. I liked her as a Catwoman. Should we just get into this? Yes. Yeah, for sure. Let's talk about it, dude. It's, to me, it's the biggest movie release in the history of Mad Scientist Party Hour. Actually, probably Avengers Endgame.
1: I mean, not even the, uh, well, I didn't really like it, but Dark Knight Rises was in MSPH territory.
2: That's true. That's true. Good point. Never mind. I take that back to an extent, but I was jacked up for this movie and I don't get that jacked up about superhero movies. I know. I mean,
1: I don't, I wasn't even particularly jacked up because there were, you know, I saw the trailers, which I couldn't believe that they showed so much stuff from like the end of this three hour epic in the fucking trailer. It was like, Jesus Christ, you guys really, really blew your wad there. But, um, I didn't know John Turturro was in it.
0: I did not know that he was in it either. The first time Carmine Falcone came on the screen, I was like, is that John Turturro? It can't be. And then the next scene you get a really good glimpse of him I'm like it fucking is.
2: It's the Jesus.
0: <laughs> yeah. One but, of the better uh,
2: characters in uh
0: comedy history actually. You, the, the, the makeup pederics. they did on yeah. Colin for Farrell was Yeah, he
1: was he was an awesome penguin I thought. The the prosthetics he did look excellent. a little fake here and there. But um I thought it was, I thought he was he was dope. He had his, his voice was unrecognizable. Certainly Completely didn't sound like unrecognizable. A, like a goofy Irishman. He's like, "Hey, Get the I'm the penguin's f- character I'm, though. I'm fucking penguin in over here." I think it was sort of like uh, the movie almost served as like a little bit of a the rise of the penguin. Like you're just seeing the penguin paying his dues a little bit before he becomes a crime boss.
0: Yeah. Which was interesting. That's cool. how I took it, too.
1: The whole thing was basically Batman Year 2. I gotta say, though, right. like, I know when it got announced, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm keeping an open mind. I've, I've trashed castings ahead of time so many times in the past and then been like, okay, yeah, I was wrong. That was stupid of me. That person killed it. So it's just like, all right, on paper, Twilight guy as fucking Batman did not compute in my head, but I was still like, all right, I've seen him in stuff where he's really good and I've put my foot in my mouth so many times, I'm just going to give him a chance. I'll go in open-minded and I'm sure he'll do fine. And I, I it was, it's, it's probably a good thing that the movie was three hours long because there was an adjustment period where I had to be like, all right, get used to seeing fucking
0: Twilight guy as Batman because it was really weird. The the one thing I didn't like about him as Batman, my one gripe, is the long hair. Yeah, I thought
2: it was a shitty long hair haircut. Also,
0: like it, it looked too
2: emo. Yeah, ever since the first stills got released,
1: this has been referred to as emo Batman.
2: Yeah, I didn't like that version of Batman or. Uh that version of uh, Robert Pattinson's Batman. But I didn't see Twilight. I really haven't seen anything that he's been in except for that movie Good Time, I think it was called. And Tenet. So I don't have, I didn't even see Tenet. No uh, way,
1: you haven't seen Tenet?
2: No, I heard it was just like ultra confusing and you have to watch (laughs) it like four times over to get anything about it. And I was like, you know what, I'm good. I don't want to watch a movie knowing I have to see it multiple times to, to understand what I watched.
3: My default setting want, is confused. I don't want to have to pay to be confused.
2: Yeah, that's that's kind of a fair statement. Yeah. <laughs> it was the suck, Dylan? But um, I love Christopher Nolan's stuff. Um, I don't know why I brought that up. Why am I saying that? I don't know. I don't know. As you were
0: saying that you hadn't seen Tw- Robert Pattinson in Twilight.
2: Oh, right. You're right. In Tenet. And I should, I should have seen it because I like Christopher Nolan's stuff, but... I wasn't like butthurt about the Batman choice and I thought he did an all right job. I want Batman to be more charismatic. I like my Batman Bruce Wayne waxing bitches. Like what's up? Why isn't that not happening? And hopefully (laughs) there's probably going to be a second one. Robert Pattinson actually showed up to the screening that I was at at the Chinese theater. I saw that. Yeah. He was like, tell everyone that we, that you came because I want to make a second one. And then like giggled like a dork and bounced, But um. Yeah, I mean, I was that was pretty cool, and I'm expecting them to green light a second one any day now. But yeah, made over like um,
1: 250 million worldwide.
2: Yeah, so it fucking kill that everyone knew it would. But I'm hoping the next one is more charismatic Batman. You know, Yeah, well, with him being like, like a, a playboy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I think that that is via uh, you know that is likely to happen because they do make a point to point out that he's almost a recluse at this stage, that he's not the face of Wayne enterprises. Like he normally is like, he's still in that almost that stage in Batman begins where Christian Bale hadn't really come back as Bruce Wayne to be Bruce Wayne yet. So it is completely possible that after the events of this movie, he realizes that in order to help Gotham, he needs to be Bruce Wayne during the daylight hours and, you know, spend the money and be the public face of trying to change the city and then at night do his Batman thing.
2: Yeah, and like it also he can access different like levels of like crime, organized crime as bruce wayne that he can't as batman obviously right because like as they start to uncover like i don't know the 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 corruption in gotham and like the hierarchy of gotham it just continues to go up and up and up and up right so like maybe he uses his access his billion dollar um, net worth and whatever his power to infiltrate some of those sections like go undercover, and then he knows what to better address as Batman. That's kind of how I figured. But like on route, route to doing that, he needs to be hooking up with hotter bitches, like like spitting them out, churning them out. You know, like the Zoe Kravitz thing, Catwoman. I thought she killed it, but I I wasn't like in love with the plot line of them having that sexual tension. I, I didn't really like that that much, even though it's obvious. It was and-
0: it was a little confusing in that. She was calling Annika baby like she was. Yeah, yeah. she was lesbo. her roommate.
1: No, she's and then she the, the they made Catwoman buy in this movie.
0: And then her That's and cool. Batman yeah. have very little interaction and there's almost immediately sexual tension. Right. Well,
1: I mean, they're they're both.
0: Listen, super attractive
1: uh, people out fighting crime. Their adrenaline's all high. Of
0: course, they're going to like want to pour before. How do you you know he's
2: attractive?
0: (laughs) It sounds like I'm shitting on the movie. I am not. I fucking loved it. I loved it. I had so much fun. So I'm not, you know, these are all little gripes. I Um, mean, I, I,
1: I, 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 I went to the theater. I just landed and then got a little bit of time and then went to the theater to see a ten fifteen showing of a three-hour movie at, I an AMC, believe. at an AMC where you have to sit through 40 minutes of trailers and then 10 minutes of AMC propaganda with Nicole Kidman looking like she's stuck in a wind tunnel. You see those things they run before every AMC movie?
0: I was thinking that she looks really good in those. But yes, I went and saw this at AMC. God,
2: it's so I- annoying. I- I saw it in IMAX and there was no fucking trailers. It was sick. Oh, you lucky bastard! At the yeah, they I, just ran the movie.
0: We saw it in Dolby in the on the Dolby screen with the reclining seats.
2: Although the one thing was, so the the I guess the doors open at six thirty. It says the show or the movie started at six thirty, but we got I got in my seat at like six thirty two, six thirty three, and then there was a countdown on the screen. And the movie actually started at 645, which was like a really good idea because I went to the man, the Chinese theater on Hollywood Boulevard. And I I don't almost I almost don't care what time you have to be there. You're almost always running late. Like it's fucking next to impossible to get to that place. That section of L.A. on time. You know what I mean? Like, like between and getting in your seats between parking, between concessions, between like all the people that was there, I really liked that they like pushed it back 15 minutes because I was like, I was like worried. I was like, hopefully they run trailers long enough for me to go and get concessions. And maybe and Robert Pattinson was
1: running late and they had to, they had to stall, spin the tires a little bit.
2: Perhaps. Yeah. Could have went like that. Yeah. For sure. Um, but I, I, yes, I liked, I liked the movie a lot too. I like, I love the feel. I love the score. Like the
0: music I, was. Insanely good in this. They it fit the vibe of the the movie completely.
1: When they kept playing "Something in the Way" by Nirvana, Ugh. I'm glad that they actually used the the real song and, and didn't, not
0: some crappy cover. Yeah,
1: they didn't get like Billie Eilish to do an even slower version of it, or you know, something like that. She- they do that with every trailer now. Every trailer is a song from the '90s sung like more slow down and breathy yeah. every like, trailer, kind of power <laughs> like i feel like one day we're going to see like the next batman movie the trailer is going to start you're going to see the bat signal and then you're going to hear billy eilish be like
3: somebody once told me
1: the world is good <laughs> just do like sad smash
2: mouth dude i want to get like sad ice ice baby oh, man. do like a whole fucking verse Just i'll go even forever go
1: even deeper and do the a, a throaty slowed down ninja rap
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh man well
1: kevin how did you feel about this movie so i was i i really wanted to see it in time to be able to talk about it with you guys and give the Puminati like a, a full review not one where i have to be like oh guys don't spoil anything for me i'm I'm late on seeing it. So starting it at ten fifteen after traveling, after like an exhausting week, I was really it was a coin flip on whether I was gonna fall asleep. Like three hours. My my old ass passes out before midnight every night.
0: So and I saw last, it the
1: same way as you did, Shuddy. It was like the the recliner theater at AMC. So I was super comfy.
0: Yeah. Last weekend I saw The Godfather, which was a three hour movie in the same theater and I dozed off. Oh man. This week I saw this. I really thought that I was going to doze off at some point during the movie. And I didn't at all.
1: There were and parts I was, where I was close, it, but it wasn't, it wasn't due to the movie. It was just, I, and I, I got like a big soda. I fucking never drink soda, got a, but I got a big gigantic Coke and just pounded it through the movie to, for the caffeine and sugar. And it worked. <laughs> I made it through the whole goddamn thing. I'm very happy that there wasn't really a post-credit scene. I heard that at the very very end of the credits there's some sort of cipher for a Riddler website.
0: Yeah, that's all it is.
1: But yeah, I I I was very happy to just walk out when the movie ended. Cuz it did it did, you know, when those when you get a 3-hour action movie, it feels like there are four endings. So like it feels like they're ramping up to the end and then a big thing happens and then it's like oh wait we're ramping up to to more shit oh my god and then past that there's even more things and then they kind of did almost do post credit scenes they just put them at the end of the movie you know where they belong
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that last scene with the riddler very well could have been a mid or post credit scene if it was a marvel movie Absolutely. That was pretty
2: much the post credit scene. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was it, effectively. It's very so, nice of that- them
1: not to make us sit through the credits of a three-hour movie just to see a little a little stinger.
2: Do you think they didn't do that in the post-credits because there wasn't a sequel
0: greenlit? No. Mostly, I think it was mostly because it was a three-hour movie.
2: Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Uh, I gotta one- say... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, I I think this is by far the worst Alfred. Really, you didn't like, like uh, didn't, Andy Serkis? No, I did not like that Alfred. Like the goat is the Michael Keaton Alfred, and then Val Kilmer, George Clooney. Like I don't even. It's hard to beat that guy.
1: Yeah, he was and a great Alfred.
2: Michael Kane is like another guy. You know, he's like an all time actor. So it's yeah, but it's he was just Michael there. Caine. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But this Lost guy, I don't know. Both. I do like that he helped Batman from the couch, like working on the puzzles, the the Riddler uh, ciphers or whatever. I like that, but I wasn't a fan of this. I feel like if Commissioner or Lieutenant Gordon can be black, let's, let's update Alfred's racial uh, profile. Let's make so it. You Asian. want
0: you want Bruce Wayne to have a black manservant? No, it could be Asian. That way you can,
2: you can have like a, uh, what's the Bruce Lee, the Green Hornet Bruce Lee character. You can maybe, maybe this Alfred could do some NATO. Yeah, it was NATO. Not NATO. (laughs) Oh yeah. Sorry. Whatever, whatever you said. Um,
0: uh,
2: (laughs) Right. Um, So if you had. Like maybe he, he he can engage in some hand combat that way. If anyone were to storm Wayne, uh, the Wayne household, he might be useful.
0: <laughs> well, Alfred what? is actually a trained military man. Yeah.
2: Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've learned that from the Michael Caine, uh, Alfred. I didn't know that from the previous one. What did you guys um,
1: think about uh, Paul Dano or Paul Dano? I'm still out on the pronunciation of his name. His interpretation of the Riddler, because he usually looks like Matthew Lesko. He's a very silly goofball kind of villain with a green suit covered in question marks. And this time he sort of just had a Ziploc bag over his head with some, like, I don't know, military... The gimp mask? Yeah, yeah. He was he was a gimped out Riddler. <laughs> I thought it was fucking wonderful.
2: I thought it was perfect. It was
0: so creepy. Yeah. yeah and very unsettling. And that is not, not typical Riddler. It was uh, almost more like he was kind of a Joker type character.
2: Yeah. I feel like he was more creepy and unsettling than just Paul Dano himself, which is pretty creepy and unsettling.
1: Yeah. Like, so <laughs> Rhett red didn't know anything about, she, she didn't like know the, the cast or anything going into this. So when he was finally unmasked, when they catch him at that coffee she shop, she did the all oh, that fucking guy? No, she started laughing.
2: Oh really? She didn't even she didn't even know who he was.
1: No, I told her oh, in the car okay. afterwards. I was like, "Yeah, that was the guy from Little Miss Sunshine." She was like, "Oh shit!" But the second the cops came in and like shoved his head on the on the t- the, the counter table, she started laughing at his nerdy ass.
2: Yeah, which yeah yeah I get. I just absolutely. I mean, I I couldn't. But the riddler help is a just, dork. I couldn't help but see the kid who got his ass whooped and his face pushed in the mud and there will be blood. Like I just, he'll be, he'll be forever that dude. And him being a super villain was a little bit of a stretch, but the way they did it was really good. Like I thought the Riddler was a better character than Batman for sure.
1: Shuddy, did you get the impression while you were watching it that they might start working in elements from Hush? Yes. Like right when it started Should hit- I go to the bathroom? Yeah, maybe. Right when they no. like he started going through his his master plan and why he was doing what he was doing, I was like, Man, this kind of reminds me of Hush. And then they cut to one of his like pastings on his Corkboard or whatever, and it said Hush in gigantic letters across it. And I was like, Oh shit. But then that's about as far as they went.
0: Yeah, and his the Tommy Hush's dad was the reporter that was killed by Carmine Falcone. That's right. That's right. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I like. Which I like the other. Little... Which is weird. I didn't really like that because the Tommy Elliott's dad is a doctor, just like Thomas Wayne. I'm ninety five percent sure in the comics because the Elliots and Waynes were family friends.
1: Yeah. It's been the a o- while since I've read Hush, thing- so I don't remember
0: exactly. But the the thing, the only thing in the movie that really made me audibly showed is make a comment of disappointment.
3: No was, I, uh,
0: no, was when Batman was escaping the building, and he climbs up, and then he, all of a sudden he like pulls a rip cord and has a wingsuit.
1: Oh yeah. That it, I did like that he was cuz it's year 2 of Batman. So I did like that when he got up and was about to jump off the edge of a building, he was like, "Oh fuck." But then when he like turned into a wingsuit and they had that GoPro angle like fixed on his head as he's like sailing around, that got that got an audible laugh out of me.
0: Yeah, I was like this is ridiculous. When- I and mean, how you didn't no. like the
2: move or the the camera angle i like the move i didn't like the no, camera. The, angle. the
0: wingsuit in general was silly what okay. how how he's the
2: fucking batman how can that well why how did could he, that why did he turn suit not be be used for some sort of aerial maneuvers like, well he, what, he went what? from batman to sugar
1: glider
0: man yeah that's all it, that's why that was silly
2: A human can't flap wings, you fucking idiot. Of course he had to glide. Yeah, but he's. You think he was in a sore? In every other Batman. (laughs) What are you talking about?
0: Not even. Let's just take the. Have you ever seen
1: another Batman movie besides this one, Jeff?
0: I have. And how does Batman glide when he jumps off of buildings? With the cape. Okay. So have you ever seen him just all of a sudden appear? in a skydiving wingsuit before.
2: I thought he, like, pressed a button and then the suit transformed. He didn't, like, put on a s- specific right. skydiving was suit. What
0: was fucking silly is that it was, like, button, and then all of a sudden he's got a wingsuit instead of just using his cape. That's all. Am I taking stupid pills here? Like, the,
2: the, 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 the suit, <laughs> the belt, the fucking car... It all has multi purposes. It all has many different functions, right? That's what I thought Batman did. He he doesn't have any superpowers, so his gadgets have to be on point. I don't understand what it. Kevin, help explain. I'm just Shetty's saying point since you kind of agree with it.
1: It's it's weird to have Batman in a cape, which in previous movies has served as like a gliding tool, for that him to then hit a button and the cape somehow just hugs his body, vacuum seals him, and then transforms into a wingsuit. It seemed, even the fact that, like, in the Christopher Nolan ones, he has, like, uh, the things in his gloves that electrify the cape and make it go stiff so he can glide, even that was like, all right, that's a leap of science, but if it gets Batman flying through the air, I'll take it. But morphing a cape fabric into a wingsuit Seemed even more far-fetched. And then it was uh, followed up with a silly GoPro... um, Extreme! ...camera angle. And then he bonks a truck and hits his head on
0: the fucking uh, trussles of a... I don't care what kind of armor he has on. You don't get up and walk away from that. No, he got butt-fucked by that truck. (laughs) There was
1: another cool Easter egg in there uh, towards the end when Catwoman is talking to Batman and, like... Saying they should they should get out of Gotham and run away, and she's like, I don't know, we could go upstate or maybe to Bloodhaven. I was like, Ooh, that would be kind of like a cool little thing to incorporate into a sequel.
0: Well, if they do bring in Bloodhaven, then they have to bring in Nightwing.
1: Yeah, and they would have to skip his phase as Robin. But I mean, they they tinkered with shit. They made they made Selina Kyle the daughter of Falcone. So.
2: Is Falcone like a famous Batman, Batman? I, or yeah, Batman, Batman. Yeah. I
0: well, he was the main bad guy in Batman begins by
2: Tom, Tom Wilkinson. Oh, that's right. Okay. And then uh, Eric, Eric
1: Roberts played, um, Salvatore Moroni. Who's yeah. who was mentioned. So the, those, the, yeah, those two mafiosa guys yeah, are, yeah. are from okay, the comics. Yeah. They're from the, yeah, comics. Yeah, I'm with you now. Uh, but I don't know, like the the way I, I did like this is what everybody's saying about it. But I appreciated it, too, that it did take Batman back to his detective noir roots, which I, thought I, cool. I liked
0: that very much, that it wasn't just a, a smash him up superhero movie, that it was more of a detective story. Yeah, and
1: him narrating it with that whole noir vibe. Worked worked with the whole vibe of the movie. I thought it was sick. Um, that chase scene with Penguin and and Batman and like the Bat Challenger, or whatever that muscle car was that he was driving, yeah. that was fucking dope. Oh I
2: okay. thought that was this like is, a sick This I is what I wanted to ask you guys. About. Batmobile.
1: The, um, right, so every PG thirteen movie gets one non sexual F bomb. And they used it in the weirdest place, like early on when when Batman goes gets brought on the crime scene by Gordon to look over the remains of Riddler's first victim, and then the commissioner comes in and gets all pissed off, and then he just looks at Batman and goes, "Happy fucking Halloween!" He <laughs> like if you're gonna use like the the part where uh. Penguin thinks that he caused that huge pileup and all the semis exploding and got the Batman, and he was, like, all pumped in his car, screaming. He was like, at one, I think he does say at one point, I freaking got him! Like, switch the F-bomb to that point. If Penguin's cheering in his car going, I fucking got him! Great use of your one F-bomb. What they essentially did was had the commissioner walk into a room, stub
2: his toe, and go, ah, my fucking toe! <laughs> Honestly, when you started making this point, I thought it was fucking stupid. But you landed the plane well. I get you. <laughs> it's I took a, and give I agree. a to get there, but I hit the button and my fucking wingsuit activated. Yeah, it was. It worked <laughs> perfectly, and you and you glided through the air right into that perfect landing. I get. I didn't even hit a truck. It's a very specific thing to complain about, but it makes sense the way you put it. Yeah, I guess. I I could see how that would be frustrating in your stupid little brain. <laughs> 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 uh well man, since we're I, doing a spoilery
1: uh, review we can give away probably the biggest spoiler in the whole movie the
0: unnamed mark uh unnamed arkham patient I yeah i believe it's how it's credited on imdb uh so, yeah
1: that's also how he's credited on letterboxd
2: so the uh the scene that would have been usually put in the post credits that you guys are referring to was uh, Riddler meeting the Joker at Arkham. But my brother knew who played that Joker. So, yeah. like, how, like, I, I, so most people, I guess, knew that there was going to be a Joker. I had no idea.
1: I saw, cause these motherfuckers, these cock smokers at like, Variety and Yahoo love spoilery headlines. The fucking weekend the movie comes out, they always do this shit. So I did see a thing. I don't even know how to say this this guy's last name. He's like a Sher Ronan type. Barry Kogan? Kagan? Kahan? He, he was the guy that was... He's always a fucking creep in everything, everything he's in. He was in like... Uh, Uh, Killing of a Sacred Deer and Eternals and um, The Green Knight. I'm trying to think of something Jeff might have seen. Dunkirk. He was in Dunkirk. But he always plays kind of like a a fucked up creepy guy. And you don't even see his face. So when Riddler gets captured and he's in Arkham, there's a point where he's all pissed off that his plans didn't go exactly how he planned. And then there's a patient in a a nearby cell who you kind of just see... An outline of his face, and he's got crazy hair and crazy eyes, and it looks like his face is all fucked up, but that was Barry Kayan Kurgan. Matt Groening. I don't know how to say this fucker's name. But um, that there was all these headlines saying like, Oh, is is Barry Smith gonna be awesome as Batman's greatest foe? And I'm like, Oh, you fuck faces. God damn it. You can't even let opening weekend pass before you start with this clickbait
2: bullshit. So maybe we'd even have to do a spoiler warning. We can just, just drop it on them. I know. Yeah. Since since Yahoo or variety already did. So are we to expect at least three villains in the next one? You know, like Joker helps Riddler break out and then we got penguin hanging out there making his
1: now penguins king shit.
2: Yeah. His ascent to the top of Gotham's underworld. I think they could pull it off, because, I mean, there was a part in
1: Dark Knight Rises where they brought back Killian Murphy as Scarecrow for, like, a 90-second scene. Yeah, that sucked. So they can put people in, and they don't have to necessarily be prominently featured through the whole movie. But, um, I mean, I, I, I feel like it's only a matter of time before we see the tweet that they're, they greenlit a sequel, it made a fucking boatload of cash this weekend. I the know, reason but... I had to go see it at 10.15 10, at night was because all the theaters around here were completely sold out. And I, I just had to go, you know, slum it with the AMC gutter trash at 10.15. <laughs> was, uh, did Rent-Rent like it? She did. She liked it more than she thought she would because she, she thinks Batman's kind of lame.
2: What? Who's your like, superhero that she likes? I don't know. Probably Wonder Woman. No, that's very woke of her. Okay.
1: Yeah, she she just writes Batman off as his only superpower is being rich, and I'm like, yeah. That's why he's cool.
2: (laughs) I know. It's attainable. Yeah. I mean, not really for me, but for some people.
1: I mean, if anybody was going to seriously start fighting crime in real life, it would have to be a fucking rich guy. Absolutely. It's the only way you could explain all the cool gadgets he has.
2: Yeah. I'm willing to listen to the one little argument where he's not technically a superhero because he doesn't have any powers. But however you want to phrase Batman, I think he's awesome. Yeah,
1: the Penguin doesn't have powers. Joker doesn't have powers. Yeah, no one has powers. Yeah. It's, It's like organized crime. I mean, Clayface has powers, and I guess Poison Ivy has powers. But
2: Mr. Freeze, possibly. But, I mean, once we get to that that number of movie in the franchise i'm kind of over it anyways yeah Uh, i like the i like the batmobile like i like the feel of the whole movie honestly i i thought wayne manor or the the mansion is really fucking creepy and he needs to fix that like
3: i like how creepy it looked i mean how is he gonna get any chicks
2: no, for so, real. I mean, it was that creepy. Like, if you step into that place, like, what the fuck
1: are you living, dude? Look, if Shuddy Boy and I can get laid with our houses looking like this, then a billionaire Bruce Wayne can get laid in a creepy mansion.
2: <laughs> wow. You've rendered me defenseless in this argument. Thank you. you got, me. You got me.
0: So what I am finding on Esquire... Is that there is more Batman coming?
2: Oh, yeah. A tentatively green it? yellow no, lit it.
0: it the <laughs> producer says that they'll go on record and say that it will be less than five years before there's a sequel. Matt Reeves said there's going to be a sequel. They're doing a penguin show for HBO Max with Colin Farrell. Whoa. Huh? says um, Reeves mentioned in an in independent in an in interview in the independent. Uh, there's an HBO max following Colin Farrell's penguin uh, to further explore the crime and corruption going on in Gotham city. And then
2: Uh-oh.
0: that's really all it says, but HBO max is setting up a Matt Reeves Gotham or, Warner Brothers is setting up a Matt Reeves, Gotham sort of universe, it looks like.
1: Well, that's kind of exciting. I'm, I, After sitting through that three-hour epic, I'm curious to see how that guy brings other members of Batman's rogue gallery to the screen. Because initially I was like, ah, just... The Riddler is just a guy with duct tape all over his face and stuck some dorky glasses on him. But seeing it executed, I was like, okay, yeah, that was effective. That was cool. He was creepy. I liked the vibe. I'd like to see some more stuff. Because, I mean, even the the Joker shot we got, you could barely see what's going on. But whatever it was, it looked creepy as fuck.
0: Yeah, I'm so on board with this movie.
1: So what what was your guys' final verdict? How many Batman dicks are we sucking?
0: Four and a half. I think... Outside of the Keaton Batman, this is my favorite. I'll go with four. You wait, you thought like this is
2: the Robert Pattinson's Batman was your favorite Batman or this? I ep- think this, the way that the ep- whole
0: story was told and yeah, the, this is my favorite Batman film other than the eighty nine Batman. I think you like it more you than like the Christian it? Bale ones. Yes,
2: really, even more than the Dark Knight. I think so. That's wow! I have Dark Knight as like a clear and obvious five dicker. Yeah, I have. I scored this one as a as a four. It was a little long. There were too many twists. Um, I, I don't have any like, um, I I don't have any like prior analysis or uh, thoughts on Robert Pattinson, but I thought he did an okay job. He could suck the next movie, or he could get better that character can get better, whatever. Um, but I did think it was a little too long and there were a little too many twists. Mm. So that's kind of my issue with it.
1: Yeah, I was at a 4.25. So I'm splitting the difference between you two. The The length was definitely an issue. There could have been some fat trim to, to get the runtime down a little bit. And like Shuddy said, with the wingsuit part, there were... <laughs> Maybe like three parts, three or four parts through the the whole three hours, which is a pretty good batting average, but moments that were meant to be serious that I laughed at. I was like, ah, come on. What are we doing here, guys? But that's just me nitpicking.
2: Yeah. I thought it was dope. I like how he handled Catwoman in that fight. Like, if Catwoman had landed some good shots, I'd be like, all right, this is bullshit. Like, this guy's got a fucking, that kind of suit, that kind of armor. That kind of squabbles and he can't even handle a fucking a masked woman. So that was sweet. <laughs> Bring one back for the guys. Oh man. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Huh? Well, I'm done with my Batman hot takes. Yeah. Uh
1: I think I am too. Me too. Do I have the and I also have the theme
2: ready to go. From Los Angeles, California, we are the Mad Scientist Party out.